welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. You be I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> What's up, my brother? <laughs> oh, good, good. I barely made it back in time for the show. I had to go get pizza, and they were slammed, man. But I made it. I made it here in time. A pizza joint slammed on a Friday night? Wow, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, go figure. What's it take to get a good? You know, the economy must be doing well. People are getting pizzas on Friday nights. That is a good indicator. That is. I think that's what. I think that's one of the leading indicators. The, the uh, pizza ratio. I think they call that the pizza economic ratio number. It is. Now, yes. I've seen that on uh, probably a little more finesse one is how many toppings people are actually getting on their pizza. Oh, this ooh, there was a lot of cheese pizzas uh, flying out of the uh, drive-through mm. window. So, hmm, mm. I'm not feeling good about this. Is this a drive-through pizza place? It's a pizza hut. That's with a, a novel concept. Window. Really? You can drive up and get your pizza through a window? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that about a lot of places here is a lot of restaurants have drive through windows, like even just full-on, like our big sit-down steakhouse here. You can call ahead and pick it up at a window. Well, fucking A, dude. I mean, how else can you get, like, bigger and fatter and out of shape? I guess delivery. <laughs> yeah, but everybody here is too fat to be a delivery driver. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, that's what we should do is that someone should invent, like, a delivery driver, but it's one of those wheelchair vans, and the, like, guy has to get out and, like, get in his wheelchair and deliver the pizza up to your up to your door. It's like a wheelchair <laughs> delivery service. And then, but then he's, if the customer's fat enough, then, then they'll actually feed it to you. Oh, my God. They spoon feed you. They, yeah. cut, it, they cut it with a knife and fork. Like, you eat your well, pizza oh with God. a knife and fork occasionally. That'll be the marketing niche. We'll cater only to people that are like on my 600 pound life. And we'll go in there and just right. force feed it to them hand over fist. Shut ins. We'll even pre blend the food at, the, at our facility. So you can just drink oh it like God. a shake. My God. Well, welcome, listeners. Uh, if you didn't notice, you're here at the Hypersloth Happy Hour for a Friday night free for all. And, uh, you know, I think what we should do, Rufus, is why don't we, we need to start a segment of the show we call Alternative News, where we just make up whatever the fuck facts we want and report it as news. Well, that's my favorite kind of news. Well, apparently to Donald Trump, that's the only kind of news that's out there <laughs> unless he personally tweets it himself. By uh, 
honestly don't know what alternative news is unless somebody tells me it's alternative news, which is kind of scary. You've been fooled for years by real news. You thought the news had your best interest at heart, and you trusted them, and uh, apparently they've been delivering to you alternative news. I think alternative news is news that was generated in the 90s, the early 90s, right? Like alternative oh, yeah. grunge rock. That was like the, uh, the the MTV news with Kurt Loder or whatever right. his name was. Right. You know, you know, unfortunately, they are they probably that news was was uh, more accurate than Fox News, in my personal opinion. I, I bet it was. I bet it was. Dude, I can't watch Fox News without having to take a blood pressure pill. I like just if I don't. turn on Fox News, I have to double up blood pressure medication. Just don't. I never even bother. What? Honestly, I don't watch any news. I just, I can't left or right. I, it all stresses me out these days. I avoid it all. I mean, unfortunately, maybe they're right. I think all news is alternative news. Maybe there is no real news out there. Maybe nothing is actually fucking happening in the world. Because in all honesty, I don't see it happen. Do you see stuff happening? No. (laughs) I don't see anything happening. Nothing to me. Nothing good. Right. Who is all this this alternative news happening to? For all we know, know, everything in the whole world could be a soap opera. It's all totally made up just for TV, and we're just, like, being entertained by it or upset by it or, you know, I guess, yeah. I mean, I I haven't seen anything happen, alternative news or real news, worthy in years. That's true. I mean, honestly, no matter who's in office, ever since I became an adult, life has just been equally shitty. It doesn't matter who's in charge of anything. Right. I mean, as long as there's beer and pot, I mean, we're going to make our own news. We're going to make our own, uh, our Hypersloth lifestyle where uh, everything will be fun and dandy. So, yeah, we're just, like I said, we're going to invent the silver, the silver cloud network where every piece of news has like a silver lining. I think that's a good way to look at it. I always try to find the silver lining in something. Right. I mean, you kind of have to, really, if you want to go on, if you want to march forward in life. Everything needs a silver lining. Yeah, or just drink the dark lining out of my body, out of my mind. Right, just drink your innards out. Let them rot out one cell at a time through your urethra. Nothing wrong with that either, as long as it doesn't make turn news channel. Speaking of urethras, dude, um, I have got a story for you. Oh, boy. No, I don't really. I just thought that would be the weirdest thing to say. That would have been a good segue. It, it would, but unfortunately, I have no good urethra stories. Yeah, I've got oh, a story, dude. Guess what? My credit card, my credit card was hacked. Really? How? Or yeah, so, yesterday morning, uh, I got up to a to a nice phone call from my my bank saying, "Give us a call. Uh, we're wondering about some charges on your credit card." And apparently, someone was trying to buy an eight hundred dollar TV at a Best Buy in Minnesota. Really? And I thought, wow, the Super Bowl's already over. I mean, what? Maybe they were waiting for the sales, the after Super Bowl sale, or something. Yeah, to buy a TV on my credit. Monday. Do they? Well, I still can't understand why they would not have the Super Bowl on a Saturday. They're like everybody bitches about the the Monday after Super Bowl, which they're trying to make a holiday now. I don't know if you saw this or not. I don't know if it was real news or alternative news, but I did see it somewhere. But they're trying to make that a holiday. But why wouldn't I just have the Super Bowl on a Saturday night 
so we don't miss out on like know. the nine billion dollars of lost revenue on the Monday after the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody would complain. It makes no sense. I don't believe in doing anything fun on a Sunday because you need the next day to recover from whatever it is. I mean, nobody wants to right. do something really fun on a Sunday and then go to work the next fucking day. You're supposed to do all your fun shit thinking, on you know, Saturday. Right, or Friday, if you can fit it in, if you can just call in sick to work. I'm going to say that's how you trick people. You call in sick to work on a Friday, and it's like you get a two-day weekend, and you got Sunday to recover, and people aren't like, oh, you were drunk all weekend because, you know, you called off on Monday, but you actually called off on Friday so you could just get a jump start on the weekend. That's right. I mean, well, good thing for guys like us, we don't have to call in to anybody. We can just fuck Friday off. Right. Exactly. Which... Like I, I, I was thinking say. about the other day, like you were talking, in any given week, I probably get about eight hours of fucking solid work done, maybe less. Mm-hmm. You know, Even not a bad work week. Busy season, though. Yeah, but you got, your right. shit's all concentrated in a few months where it's just a nightmare, right? True, yes. Where I do, unfortunately, I work 20 hours a day for like <laughs> three months straight. And then, uh, and then I work eight hours a week for fucking nine months. <laughs> Probably not good for my heart. No. You would think. Is anything good for your heart? Really? Can they really say anything is good for your heart? Dude, there's this commercial on these days. You've probably seen it. It's one of these heart drug commercials. And they're like... uh they show this guy jogging, this super fit guy jogging, and they say the heart attack doesn't care if you jog. And I'm like, well, yeah, right. you're supposed to jog to not get heart attacked. Or like, a heart attack doesn't care if you ride a bike. Like, what, what the fuck kind of message no, is that? Right. Well, I mean, if my, that message to me is like, a heart attack doesn't care if you eat a fucking giant pizza in one sitting either then, probably. Right? No, your heart's, heart's, heart's are pretty chill, you know? They love to get away with a lot of shit. Right, it's it's unfortunately it's your kidneys and liver, and your diabetes that will do you in if you just decide to eat pizzas <laughs> for every meal. Which yeah. I had, which I unfortunately I did in uh, in my twenties. I probably had a, a Totino's pizza for every other meal for God, at least so ten years. I just I've had one dude, and I'm just like, what? I'm a little disappointed. A little disappointed in the Totino's, Rufus. They They've forsaken me. First of all, they made it square. Yes, they made it square, and you thought it didn't have a lot of cheese on it before. Now a Totino's basically has uh, I, I, cheese granules. At least before uh, it was under the guise that it was like shredded cheese. But uh, And it comes in a plastic bag now, so you can't cut the box open and use it for a plate. That's criminal. Reason in, that that is reason enough to buy a fucking Totino's. It was its own paper plate. Now that it comes in a plastic bag, I really have no use for a Totino's. Well, there used to be a Totino's alternative in a yellow box, I think, called Gino's. Is that still yes. around? Yes, I've had it. And I'm going to break your heart again. Guess what? Gino's comes uh. in a plastic bag. Who do you think was leading the cheap pizza idea was obviously Totino's had an edge. Yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe we put our foot in and go back to the fucking box, right? And put on the box comes with built-in plate. 
No, even you know make I mean? it like perforated. Like, you can like punch out yeah. a perfect circle. You could. That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, we shouldn't be talking about this on the air. But someone will come up with it next week. It'll probably be Totino's. Yeah, yeah somebody like, in Totino's it. corporate will be like, we should go back to the way we used to do it. Why? Well, hypersloth. <laughs> exactly. One word, hypersloth. Think now, change. okay, Two words. let me ask you something about the Totino's. Was it a pepperoni pizza? Of course it was a pepperoni pizza, dude. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you'd disappoint. It, it, oh, and you, but, here's another thing, dude. They used to have what they called the pep, the party pepperoni pizza, which had the round piece oh, of yeah. pepperoni on it that made it like it was a, really a pizza. But now yeah. they don't even offer that. It's back to like the somehow the ground pepperoni that probably falls on the floor at the pepperoni factory that they buy in bulk, I'm guessing, and sprinkle on the pizza. Oh, shit, dude, that's what I was going to ask, because I love that pepperoni that was, like, diced, those little pieces, and it was just so juicy and succulent and full of oils, and you will fall to my love. Oils being the right word. (laughs) It was savory. You know what? I I was eating one the other day and thinking about how bad it was for me, and then I thought to myself, the sad part is they change it so much that it doesn't even taste good. I ate the whole thing. I will admit I ate the whole thing. But here's the deal, dude. The a Totino's does not fit on just a single paper plate. I know that people think you're sharing a Totino's. Can you honestly tell me you've shared a Totino's with someone dude, before? Dude, I don't. I, I've never even child. shared two Totino's. I don't share two Totino's. They're mine. The Totino sandwich. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a one serving. I would love to see the family that can like a family of four eat one Totino's pizza for dinner and be satisfied. <laughs> Oh, they're probably living in a shelter. <laughs> right. Granted, you're right. You can't. It's kind of hard to cook a Totino's over an open flame in the middle of an alley while living in a box. But <laughs> I could manage. I could manage. You know what? I guess all you really need is a couple bricks. We can we can start the first brick style Totino's oven pizza. Oh, now, ours will come with a brick Totino's? you can put in the bottom of your oven. Hey, I wanted to ask you something, and uh, this whole Totino talk is re- reminding me about it. So I was watching um, uh, uh, Giada Entertains on Food Network, right? And yep. of course, I had the volume down because I, I don't care what she has to say. But I accidentally turned the volume up, and I noticed that Oops. whenever she, she says certain like words like ricotta, she doesn't yeah. say ricotta. She says ricotta. And I had I wanted to ask right. you because you're Italian. And you know how to cook some shit. Whenever you're, like, referencing Italian things in a recipe or saying, hey, hand me that ricotta, do you say, hand me the ricotta, or are you like, hand me the ricotta? I don't say ricotta, and I don't say uh, parmesan, or however. She says she has all kinds of special ways of saying stuff. Like, I mean, I think she has a funny way, like, uh, she said to me one time, blow it on my face, zigzag, <laughs> It's a cream, a pie. Hey, hey. <laughs> right. Give me the, give me the artichoke dip on my face right <laughs> now. It's a salami in the between of my lips. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. And let me explain something to you as well, Rufus. And I hate. I that is probably the thing that irks me the most. Maybe the only thing that irks me 
about Giada, other than she kind of has some manly looking hands. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but her little hands are, they're kind of, I don't know, it looks like she cracks her knuckles a lot. She's got stumpy fingers. But the whole idea that she fucked Bobby Flay makes me want to puke. So I don't even, I used to think she was super hot and everything. Now all I can imagine is a ginger ass fucking giving her a big, I don't know, his mini chorita or uh, chorizo wiener. Did, did, did that really happen? I, I, I had no idea about that. Supposedly. That's the rumor. Wow. And, it, you know, they, nobody ever really came out and denied it. It broke up both their marriages. Jesus but no, Christ. you know what? Yes. My my grandparents came from Italy, and yeah, they would kind of say words like that when they were talking to each other, but they never like would say it like if they were talking to you or trying to show someone how to cook something. No, they were not saying ragusa or cabacula or whatever the fuck you said. You know, she has all kinds of them. Well, I, just, I didn't she know. Hot, I, she's, she's, a, she's a pretty woman. Well, I didn't know if that whole pronouncing things and that that way was like the actual correct pronunciation, and that's why people do it. It's not just her. It is, probably. Or if it's a politically correct thing. Like, we're not going to, you know, take the word and change it into our stupid American way. Just say spaghetti, though. You know what I mean? At least say spaghetti. You don't have to say spaghetti or whatever. You know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, this is my opinion. If you're gonna do what she's doing, you need to be talking in like a broken accent all the fucking time. You just can't jump from like your colloquial American into like yeah. saying salumi or whatever. You know what I mean? You should be speaking broken broken English if you really are trying to make it legit. Well, that's the confusion with me. Is I don't know what's if it's a pronunciation thing or if it's a phony accent. Thing. But like, if I if I go to a bar and I for some god awful reason want a Guinness, I'm not gonna be like, yes, sir. I would like a Guinness. Give me a please, a Guinness. A heart, a heart, a heart. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. No, but you're supposed to, you dumbass. Jesus, what are you <laughs> retarded? <laughs> that, that, see, charming. if you order like that, they know not to spit in it. <laughs> if you don't order it with an Irish accent, they automatically spit in it, dude. No, I didn't sure. know if you, you didn't know that. No, you know what? She'd probably be hotter if she spoke in broken English. This is true. Yes. And by broken English, I mean with a broken jaw and drinking through a straw. I just mean with her mouth full. Yeah, I've seen her like that. You know what, dude? Supposedly, and this is not a lie. I read a lot of blogs. I don't know if this is alternative or not, alternative news or not. But, but supposedly on her show, she doesn't, like, when she takes a bite of something, she spits uh-huh. it into a bucket. So we know that Giada is a spitter. Not a swallower. She's definitely a spitter. Well, i got to say, dude, she looks, she looks pretty goddamn trim for a bitch who, who makes a lot of starchy, calorie-heavy Italian food, you know? I think yeah. she maybe has a, a disorder. Like poor one poor guy whose job it is is to like empty Giada's puke or spit bucket or whatever the fuck you call it. She I think I saw some for sale on eBay. I was gonna get you a little basket of uh, of Giada bites they call them uh, for Christmas next year. Is that right? Sweet. Yeah. 
but I ruined it now. Now I'll have to find you something else. I'll get no, you something no, from Bobby it. Gay, the Bobby Gay series. I don't want whatever he puts in a bucket. <laughs> no, you don't, sir. No, you don't. I mean, I always figured he was gay, but uh, no, Bobby gets some trim. Bobby sees some action. I mean, he, his wife, Stephanie March, was pretty fucking hot. You remember her? She was on Law & Order. She was pretty famous in her own right. No, I never knew that at all. But Bobby couldn't give her a baby, so their marriage was bound to fail. <laughs> It's too many spicy foods. Right, that's true. Well, I guess supposedly, too, Bobby uh, always kind of had a wandering eye. And I wonder if Bobby's overcompensating since he did start cooking with an easy bake oven at the age of four. Maybe Bobby is No one has told Bobby yet. His mom hasn't had the heart to have the talk with him. Oh, shucks. Poor Bobby. Don't you feel sorry for Bobby? He First of all, he copied my Crunchify technique where I put potato chips on sandwiches. So that kind of pisses me off. That's why me and Bobby got trouble. Have you ever done that, Rufus? Yeah, I do that every chance I get. We've talked about that before. Do you? You Crunchify, crunchify? your sandwich? Fuck yeah, put the yeah. chips right on there and smash it down. All right. Oh, yeah. You know, and I showed my daughter how to crunchify, and she loves crunchifying now. She like every sandwich she has, she crunchifies. And some fucking turd at school told her that crunchifying was stupid. And I said, next time that fucking kid says that to you, you punch him right in the fucking face. Fuck yeah. God, we'll take his goddamn chips. Obviously, he doesn't know how to use them right. Well, unfortunately, dude, he doesn't. His parents don't pack chips for him. They wasn't in the budget. Oh, uh, really? So he's well. probably never had a chip. He's also allergic to peanuts, I'm sure, as well. Man, let the hate mail flow. That's right, people. Let the hate mail <laughs> flow, God damn it. Hey, call us up with some hate mail right now, 646-478-0616. Rufus would like to take your call. Wouldn't you, Rufus? I would, actually. That'd be awesome. If somebody would call I had to explain to my daughter what a landline was the other day. Really? How weird is that? I guess it's not that weird. I haven't had a landline since... Fuck. I can't right. even remember when I had a landline. Well, me and my wife... <laughs> me and my wife were talking about a landline. And uh, my my daughter's like, what is that? I mean, she literally had no idea. And I, I'm like, thought to myself, I guess you probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? You probably wouldn't know what a landline was. She thought it was something you stepped on and it blew up. When uh, we drove to get the pizza just now I I drove to pick up the pizza I took my son My son's a huge Huey Lewis fan So we're listening to this Huey Lewis song And in one of the lines of the song It's talking about how He can't break up with his girl Because they share everything Including a phone number And I thought while listening to the song I was like, who fucking That makes no sense to like my kid Like why would somebody share a phone number, right? You have your own cell phone was back in the day, you had the house with a phone. Right. Remember, like, I remember, like, waiting for a phone call to ring, like, from a <laughs> chick or something, you know what I mean? And making sure nobody was on the phone. Get off the phone. This is, like, before call waiting. I'm a little oh, older yeah. than you. You probably were blessed with call waiting. But uh, 
I remember being like, no, no one can be on the phone. Like, getting pissed and, like, picking up the phone, make sure that it was fucking working and shit. Then when the chick never called, I I went to my dark place and started drinking. (laughs) But it's okay. Seems to work out. Jesus Christ. I would just figure the phone was broken. Maybe this is because we lived in the country, but I remember, like, having to have somebody come and install the phone. I mean, you couldn't just get a phone and hook it up. God damn. No, sir. We're, we're old, man. We are old. You know what? I'm we're not calling well, myself old. I'm calling myself vintage. I'm vintage. I'm, I'm well-aged, like a good ricotta. <laughs> you are, like a nice like a nice Parmesan. <laughs> you are well-aged. You did age well, Rufus, really. I mean, all of you except for your kidneys and liver, they're pretty much shot. Hey, that's on the inside. Babes can't see the inside, only the outside. That's true. You are a broken man on the inside. You ever watch the show Gotham? <laughs> no, but you've told me about it a few times, and I really I mean to watch it, but I just haven't. What what channel is it on? Dude, I I don't even. You know what? I couldn't even tell you because I'm watching it on Netflix. But um, I don't like. I'm not into like comic books or any of that bullshit, right? But for some reason, I am onto this fucking <clears throat> show. My favorite part wow. of the show is the character of Penguin. And Penguin obviously is like some kind of latent homosexual, but he always is like getting beat down. And it's like yeah. you, you feel like Penguin's got a good heart, but the world just keeps keep fucking him over. So, but, you know, I kind of had my Penguin moment the other day when I woke up in a decent mood, and then they called and told me that my credit card had been hacked. Because I actually had yeah. that credit card for like five years. So I knew all the numbers, you know what I mean? I never had to, like, get the credit card out and look at it when I was ordering shit. And, like, everything in the world that my life depends on was tied to that fucking credit card. So twice wow. in, like, the last two days, this thing got fucking nailed. I got, like, e- an email saying, your credit card has been declined. You need to update Damn. your information. I'm like, God, that's going to be a whole fucking job in itself. <clears throat> Holy shit. But, like, you know what we were thinking about with our old app? It's a great way to, to unload the shit that you don't want to be paying for anymore that you don't even really know you're paying for. Yes. And here's a kicker. While I was in the bank discussing my card getting hacked, right, um, I sit down with the lady to, to, like, start talking about it, and she tells me that the branch is closing in three weeks. And I'm like, oh, what? really? Then she tells me that, I'm like, oh, so you're going to be at another branch? And she's like, no, they're letting me go. I'm like, oh, my, oh God. my God. It's like, I first, I had a relationship with this banker. I was sitting in her office for like 45 seconds. And I, I'm like, oh, my God, now I, don't, now, now I don't have a banker. Now I don't have a personal banker anymore. Oh, jeez. That's crazy. I mean, I don't have a personal banker, but you feel bad for that lady. Why did she tell you that? What, what good does that do you to, for, for her to say that? She's hoping you'll give her money. Well, this, what it is. This is why like I was telling account. her I was – Right. Me and my wife were thinking about uh, getting our house, like, updated, right? Like, like redoing our whole house. And – uh, we already did the kitchen and like some of the other floors and shit, but we want to put we want to finish the basement completely in our house and like have a whole another level of our house. It's like a whole another house basically. Yeah. And I I was like, well, you know, maybe we should just look into getting a home equity loan since we own our house. 
you know, instead of getting into our savings, just let the house kind of pay for it and then pay it back, you know, a little bit of time or whatever. So I started talking to the lady about that, and she's like, well, I'm probably not the person to talk to because I won't be here in a month. And I was like, oh, okay. So the one time oh, I get the guts up to talk to a do- to a banker about something like that, because I've been to the bank a million times, I'm like, I'm going to talk to somebody about that. And then I look around, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm not fucking waiting to talk to someone. <laughs> ask to talk to someone. Uh, That's uh, yeah. why I, I hate I, talking I, to people. That rock worth more money than any mortgage place in the world because you don't have to fucking talk to someone. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, in, any situation, any website that offers me the ability to do something that I would normally have to interact with a human being with, they got my business. <laughs> <laughs> right. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I I really couldn't. It's like things that I have to go out and like talk to people that I don't know. It's starting to give me anxiety. Is that wrong? No, like, no I, have I, to have I just fucking hate years it. To go to the fucking bank. I mean, think of my wife is is the opposite. She's like, I'm going to call these motherfuckers right now. She gets them on the phone. She'll be on the phone for two hours arguing with somebody, and getting something done. And I'm just like, oh, if I got to talk to somebody, fuck it, I'll pay the fees, whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, here's the funny thing, dude. Is I I I uh. I for some reason our DVR wasn't working, okay, on our our Comcast. So I call, uh, I, I put it off for like three weeks, right? I go like three weeks without even doing anything because I'm like I'm not fucking calling anybody, and I sure shit don't want somebody coming out. You know no. what I mean? I'm like, boy, that I'm paying the ass. So I call him up and I'm talking to the lady, and she's sending signals and yeah, you know, all the kind of crap they do, and I knew none of it was gonna work. And then she talked talked about. Uh, sending somebody out, right? And I was like, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal. I was just going to fucking say, fuck it. I don't even want the fucking shit. I guess I'll keep paying 10 bucks a month for it, but if it doesn't work, uh, whatever. I, I don't want to have to deal with someone coming out. You know, does that is that weird? Oh, yeah. Like, what no, that's not weird at that? all. First of all, yeah, no. they would cut it like the one hour of... First of all, the only day they would be able to do it would be the day that I had to actually work eight fucking straight hours in a row and couldn't afford sure. to take the whole fucking day off to meet the fucking cable guy because they're like, we, we can be there between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. You know what right. I mean? And for some reason, I don't know what it is, but I don't think they do anything between like 10 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. They just send like every driver out at 4 p.m. You know what I mean? Because I've <laughs> never had a guy like either they – Either they show up at like seven fifteen in the morning or a quarter till five. They never show up at like they just can't like roll in around one. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, this no. is cool or whatever. They've got to make it like con- inconvenient for you. And they can never, they never but give you a heads up. All I, had to do I mean, was I unplugged main box. I did everything they, I did everything they told me to do. Unplugged all the boxes that weren't working, whatever. Then I got, they had to be on hold for like twenty minutes, so I un plugged the box they wanted me to return the fucking boxes and i'm like i'm not doing that you know what i mean i'm not loading the fucking boxes in my car and driving them somewhere and waiting two hours in line to be like here's my boxes i need other boxes but all i had to do was unplug the main box they didn't even tell me to do that i just did it because i'm like well they're telling me to unplug all the other boxes and of course it fucking worked and then my wife is like to me, she's like, that's all you had to do? 
And I'm like, well, what the fuck? They didn't know to do that. And how am I supposed to know that? You're not. You're not a Comcast employee. Needless to say, the Comcast employee didn't even know. But needless to say, she's drinking through a straw for a few weeks. You know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, king of the castle, bud. King of the castle. (laughs) King of the castle. That's me, buddy. King of the castle. (laughs) If the king of the castle lived in the fucking dungeon, the dungeon was the turn. I'm like the slave of the castle. I play a lot of roles in my castle. I'm the slave. I'm the court jester. I'm kind of the chef. God dang. I wear a lot of hats. You do it. And not one of them is a crown. (laughs) No. No. It definitely is not a crown. What is that? It's like the jester's hat. Is there a name for a jester's hat? (laughs) Uh, No. I don't think a jester's hat, I guess. But it's got bells on it. That really? That's pretty lame. I bet Giada would know. I bet you have a better way to say it. Speaking of lame, dude, I went down a YouTube wormhole last night and ended up looking up. I was curious about this, and so I checked it out. I, I thought, could this guy be really as bad as I remember him being? And, yeah, yes, he is. I, I looked up Gallagher. Remember the comedian Gallagher who, like, Oh, yes. Shit? Yes, I do remember Gallagher. But I, I thought, not, I thought but, surely that, that can't be his whole shtick. And it's not. But the rest of his shtick is still not very good. It's just really. I was really... going to ask you, what what is the what is Gallagher's uh, genre? I guess what what were his other jokes other than the giant sledgehammer and the it, fake hair I, hat thing? I will say I think he ended up sort of getting pigeonholed into this one cheesy shtick. I found this one stand-up bit that he did back in the seventies. That was actually pretty good, and it was before he smashed anything. And so yeah, he, came, he 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 walked the fine line between like regular comic and prop comic, and like fell accidentally into the prop comic abyss, which you can never return from. Well, no, he always had the he, he had the props, but they were just more like supplemental. It wasn't like here's my fucking deal. I'm just gonna fuck with this prop. <laughs> I but, smash you with a hammer. Right. But one thing I noticed in this, in this one performance I saw, and I watched way too many, in this one very early performance, is he was really fucking good at just, like, picking random people that, in the audience. This is a small venue and talking to him and having just a funny conversation with him. And then he would work in some kind of prop thing in between doing that. But that was really good. And then pretty quickly after that, it just became Stupid fucking prop. Well, he had a giant couch with a trampoline right, on it. Right, that's what I'm saying. He he started with like a decent, legit setup, and just one fucking small prop sent him over the edge into like just he people dependent. Imagine if you went to a Gallagher show, Rufus, and he didn't break out the fucking hammer. There would be fucking anarchy. Riots. People would be burning down buildings and cars in the streets. Absolutely. Right. That, he, you know what? Sadly enough, I think at the end of his career, he did one show where he didn't use his hammer, and that was it. There was no more ticket sales. They, they dried up. They're like, no, no hammer. Fuck that. Then remember there was a Gallagher 2, which was his brother. Are you familiar with I, this guy? I, I saw that on Wikipedia, yes. Gallagher 2. <laughs> right. I mean, what, what is 
was he using the original Gallagher hammer? Was or did he like have his own made? Did they did they did they bury the original hammer with the original Gallagher? Well, the original Gallagher is still alive, <laughs> so they didn't bury oh. anything yet. Oh wow! Oh, unfortunate for him. I mean, that's almost that's that <laughs> might be the saddest part of that story. Well, what's crazy is I mean, his whole stick was smashing shit. And the first clip I watched, because I was like, I just want to reacquaint myself with this. And the first clip was just that. It was a part of the show, and this was a later show where he's like in a big auditorium full of people in the early 80s or whatever. And, yeah, he's just bringing shit out and smashing it. It's not at all the least bit fucking funny or amusing. It's just fucking stupid (laughs) and him bringing shit out and hitting it with a hammer. But everybody in the audience is just laughing their ass off like it's the funniest thing in the world. And he's like, here's the pie. I'm going to hit it with a hammer. It is well, you're, see, what you're laughing at is the people that are getting sprayed on the front row, right? Isn't that supposed to be like – that was like a glory seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. They you know what the, I mean? They had the, the front they had row the, so you get your Gallagher facial with a cream pie or some fucking uh, – a piece of watermelon. He did. They had all the, all the people in the front, like the front three rows, that they're like plastic sheeting, you know. And he just he smashed. Well, the unfortunate cake. part was he, he lost a lot of money, dude, because the guy sued him because he smashed uh, a watermelon and a seed got in one guy's eye and blinded him. That's fucking retarded. No, it was all on the back of the waiver. On the back of the ticket was the waiver where if. You get injured by any flying debris from uh, a Gallagher show. You uh, you automatically have no rights to sue Gallagher. You only have the so right to one, laugh. In this one bit, he smashed a whole bunch of shit with his hammer already, and people are losing their minds laughing for some stupid fucking reason. And then he pulls out a birthday cake and makes makes some ridiculous quip about it that wasn't even remotely funny, and he smashes it. And it's, the birthday cake sprays out over the audience, and you, then you see people, like, picking it up off themselves and eating it and laughing. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It's Gallagher cake. It's best tasting cake. It's like a bad porno. <laughs> the chick can't <laughs> leave it alone. She has to, like, pick it up and eat it and ruin, like, that intimate moment where you feel like you've really bonded with this chick, and then she has to turn herself into a disgusting pig and pick your spunk up and eat it off her leg. I, well, like, wow. I, I usually. I, I was going to take you home to Bob, but uh, yeah, that's true. The classy ones do it out of wine glasses. The trampy ones do it out of shot glasses, just like real life. I just keep an empty beer can around, spunking that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, yeah, but then you can't see it. Where's the fucking turn on there? <laughs> Well, I, I demand that they hold it at least a foot up above their head. So slowly. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I went to St. Edward's that uh, Carrot Top came to St. Edward's. They paid Carrot Top to come, right? So. Jeez. And I'm saying, yeah, yeah. He was a fucking kind of a big name back then for like, I think he was big for about six months, and we got him in that six-month window. He was but a Gallagher in the 90s. St. Edward's hired him, right? And it was a free show that they put on for you if you were a student so we get high and go to the show and of course i was laughing at carrot top but he fucking got raunchy at st edwards man and i think that he like he might have crossed some boundaries really the st edwards thought he was gonna do yeah 
Definitely. I mean, he did like a, I don't know, like a show that you would do at a Friday night about 2 in the morning in L.A. or somewhere. I don't know. It was pretty fucking raunchy. I was kind of shocked. Wow. That's crazy. And then he started steroids, and now he looks like a freak. Have you seen him? The guy looks looks like like a fucking freak. He looks like a He-Man villain. (laughs) He does. You know what's funny is he was on, I was watching a rerun of Space Ghost Coast to Coast the other night, and he was actually on there, and he did look like some kind of weird villain. Why I was watching a Space Ghost Coast to Coast rerun is because I was high, in case you were wondering. Well, and that's I why laughed. anybody watched, watched that show. I was thinking, man, I didn't watch it enough high when it was on. What was wrong with me? I must have been out doing stuff. Yeah. Now I now I get to watch the 1995 reruns in 2017. And they probably look like they were just made today. I mean, that kind of humor was pioneering you know back what? then, but that's now how everything is. I, I have to admit to you, until I saw Carrot Top, I wasn't sure if it was new or not. To be honest with you, I'm like, oh, maybe 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 Space Ghost is still on, and I just didn't know it. And it could have been. Well, I mean, obviously it is still on, just in reruns. Yeah. What do you? Sounds like you're eating something. There, you eating something? Are you having pizza? No, I'm looking at a receipt I found in my pocket. I'm actually Jones? snacking uh, on trail mix tonight. Is that that they? Is is that a new kind of Snickers? No, no, it's, it's regular <laughs> Trail Mix. I didn't have to stop the Snickers. I couldn't afford the Snickers because I didn't have my credit card yet. But uh, <laughs> that's right. But uh, if you ever want to find someone and murder them, all you have to do is give them a bag of Trail Mix to eat out of because you, there is no way that you cannot eat Trail Mix and leave. They call it Trail Mix. They, people think because you like eat it on the trail, but the deal is you actually can just make a trail. With all the trail oh, yeah. mix that falls, like you're doing that thing where you put it in your hand and then you try to like shuffle it into your mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're like supposed to like throw it into your mouth. Maybe I'll start eating my trail mix with a spoon. Do you think people would think I was weird? Uh, I've never seen anyone eating trail mix in public, so I have no idea how to gauge that. But it's not a bad idea. Just pour milk in it. Just make a trail mix cereal. Trail mix has sunflower seeds in it, dude. And, like, if I'm eating at my office or wherever, I can always tell when I've been eating because there's, like, a fucking circle of nothing but sunflower seeds, like, all around where I've been sitting. (laughs) I'm the same with popcorn. I'm terrible at eating popcorn. I get half of my handful on the floor. We need to invent the popcorn spoon. Think about it. We do. We, it's a slotted spoon, so the, the unpopped spoon. seeds, the unpopped seeds, no, the bottom of the spoon. It's just a miniature version of that spoon that they use to get it out of the machine. You know the spoon I'm talking about? It's like, like kind of a square, but curved on the back, like a little yeah, oh, yeah. shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I love a spoon. Think how much better that shovel. 
the maintenance cost at a fucking movie theater would go down if people actually put the fucking popcorn in their mouth instead of all over the floor. Yeah, this is true. Whoever started that, I mean, where it's like, it's okay just to dump crap on the floor at a fucking movie theater. I don't know, man. We're always pretty neat when we go. We we don't drop any popcorn. We take our bags and our, our drinks out. Right. Now, now what about the this. glass? Do you give the glass? Let me ask you this. I don't like 3D movies. I don't, I don't. I've only seen one. It was okay, but I wasn't that impressed. Are, are Did you keep glass? When do you guys? When do you guys arrive at the movie? Do you arrive early enough to find the seat and see the previews? No. no. Or do you arrive while the previews you know what, are though? showing? Do you rush here's in? The, here's when the door's the closed. With that. Is that no matter what, dude, unless you show up like 30 minutes late for the movie, you're going to see the previews because the movie never fucking starts on time. The movie always starts like 15 minutes after it's supposed to start, it seems like to me. So they're like making sure that even if you think that you got there just before the movie's going to start and you're not going to have to sit through all the fucking previews, as soon as you get in there, you're just waiting for the fucking previews. I've noticed that. It seems like they the movie times include the previews now. So, like, before the movie time is when they have all the right. local commercials and stupid bullshit. And then the movie time starts, and it's that's when the previews start. And you got 20 minutes of fucking previews. And I used to like previews until YouTube, because now I just watch movie previews when I want to see movie previews. So I go to the, the movies, Here's- and I'm like, I've seen all these fucking previews. The cruelest part of that, dude, is the way that they kind of put them together sometimes and make it look like the movie's going to start, and then it turns out it's just another preview. You know what I'm talking about? You're like, when, oh, fuck, finally we're the movie. You know, it shows like yeah. the rating or whatever. You're like, oh, the movie's here, and it's like, and then it just turns into a fucking trailer, and you're like, God damn it. Uh, or when they even, some theaters even will like, they'll dim the lights prematurely. You're like, oh, shit, the lights are dimming, and then it's a preview. Right. I'll tell you what, they want to save money at the movies. Make the fucking popcorn uh, like bags smaller. Because they do that upsell to you. Like, this is what happened to me at the movie like a couple, like two months ago I went to the movie. I went to see Pets, I think it was called, with my family. And we go there, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the, you know, we're getting candy and pop or whatever, because you gotta you gotta spend 40 bucks there or you're retarded. Yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't come with a minimum where you have to go buy like $20 worth of fucking garbage at their thing. But I'm looking on the wall and it's it's showing it's showing the popcorn bags, right? The box, you know how the box looks, it's pretty small. Now they they only got one size box and it's like small and inconvenient. Your hand can't fit in it. It probably is the biggest mess maker ever. But um, they have bags, like folding bags, like a folding paper bag. And I'm, like, looking at the bags, and they're not filled up on the wall. They're just, like, stapled to the wall, right, where you just kind of see the shape of the bag on the wall. And sure. I'm, like, okay, I guess take a medium because the small looks pretty small. So she gets the medium bag out, and she unfolds it and start putting fucking popcorn in it, dude. And I swear to God, it was as big as a fucking grocery bag of fucking popcorn. This is a medium. This is a fucking medium. And I just kind of looked at my wife. I look back at the lady, I'm like, jeez, it doesn't look that big on the wall. 
You know, I'm like, now I'm carrying around a grocery bag of fucking popcorn with cheese dripping through the fucking thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, rude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a grocery bag full of popcorn. I'm telling you, you're right. It was so big, it could have fed a fuck that. Now, that could feed a family of four for sure. <laughs> I was like, what? It just, I had to look so astonished because when the lady started filling it, Rufus, it got so fucking big. I'm like, I don't want that. I told her, I said, stop. Stop putting fucking popcorn in that bag. And she just looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Like, I'm just going to throw like 90% of that fucking popcorn out. Did you have to give the popcorn bag its own seat? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course you do. There's no way you can sit comfortably in that fucking popcorn bag without ruining your pants. You should have just walked in the theater after the after you got the popcorn and been like, hey, everybody, I've got popcorn for everyone. Right. You know what I did? I didn't even eat any. I just walked in the theater and threw it all over the floor. I was like, here you go. <laughs> like most people. Right. Yeah. That's where most of it ended up anyways. I mean, they, I couldn't help but get fucking popcorn on the floor because... That I had a avalanche of fucking popcorn when I was trying to move around. Next time oh, yeah, you go, well, do you, you? I don't even like popcorn. You know what? The problem was I was high, and I'm like, move popcorn uh, with a bunch of butter on it. That sounds good. Like three bites yeah. in, I'm like, God, this is fucking disgusting. But then I keep eating it just because I'm high. You don't even have to be high to eat movie popcorn, even if you don't like it. It's right. Just, there, it's a mindless thing. I like it. I like it, but only because I don't eat, I eat popcorn ever. I don't eat popcorn at home, never. I might have never had popcorn at home when I'm thinking about it right now. I've only had a few times. I guess when I was younger, we had it at home. We had one of those air poppers. You yeah. know what I mean? Where yeah, it like, yeah. like a, it's basically a hair dryer with a, a thing on the top to attach to melt butter at the same time. That's a pretty high idea, though. I'm going to give the Air Pop popcorn thing a fucking thumbs up for a high idea. It's an idea. Maybe for the 70s or 80s, but boy, that contraption. We had one in Texas before we left Texas, and you think, oh, cool, I'm going to make some Air Popcorn. That's a fucking contraption, dude. I mean, that's a project. I mean, <laughs> right. loading that up, loud. then you got to wash it. <laughs> It's got the container oh, for the butter that sits on top and melts, and then you got to pour it. And it's like not enough butter. It, uh, it, it turns popcorn you. into a culinary project. It's just missing something. I call it that. <laughs> it's just missing it. Well, dude, have you ever like duped up your popcorn a little bit with like some garlic salt or uh, maybe oh, yeah. some some kind of Parmesan cheese, Parmesan. I've I've sprayed it with like that butter flavored Pam and then put uh Parmesan cheese on it and like shook it all up all right. covered yeah. That's no you are you on the are you on the two cheese Southside subs uh Facebook? Do you do you like that at all? Do they do you ever see any of their posts? Uh I think I like it, but they don't really do much. It's really odd that you bring that up because I was listening to an old episode today on my jog and Southside subs came up. Well, that's funny episode. because I they did post something, and on there, I, re, I was the only person that liked it, I think, and replied, unfortunately. But I commented 
for them to bring back the uh, the Poor Brothers garlic parmesan potato chips. Ooh, those were Remember good. Remember how good those potato chips were? Fuck yeah. And I don't know if it, I don't think it was just because I was high at work. I think that they were just really good potato chips. Dude, they were really good potato chips. They were just greasy enough to convince you that they were real potatoes. Now I think he's serving Zaps. Didn't they they switched over to Zaps while we still worked there? Like right at the very end, I think they yeah, switched yeah, to Zaps. I do remember Zaps. Yeah, God, I haven't seen Zaps in a while. He still got them. Looked like they were still on the on the menu over there. Yeah, well, Zaps is like one of those brands. They were like the first, the chip company that's like the flavored vodkas. Now they came up with like eight eight hundred flavors of potato chips. And probably only three of them sold. Just like people, you know, like if you go to get vodka now, they've got like whipped cream flavored vodka and cake flavored vodka and cherry flavored vodka and, you know, pineapple flavored oh, vodka. Shit. It's like everything to the point now where they're making flavored whiskey. Are right? you I mean, that fireball shit. I'm out of the loop with all that stuff. I don't know. Flavored vodka just seems weird. Oh, my God. Dude, I bet you my cousin owns that liquor store. At one time, they had they had like twenty seven flavors of fucking vodka. There's bacon flavored vodka. What? Fucking stupid. Yes. Uh, yes. There's only thank you. There's only there's only two flavors vodka needs: the flavor of ice and the flavor of orange juice. That's it. <laughs> you know, a, a funny story is when I was a kid, I was probably sixteen, right? And we got some vodka i got myself a pint of a cherry flavored vodka right that's it tastes like cough syrup that's how they that was the only flavored vodka before was cherry flavored and it was rot gut you know it's just covering the flavor of the horrible vodka and and i'm getting ready to take like my first swig of it right in the back of my buddy's truck and he hits a huge fucking bump i'll never forget this he hits a huge bump and this bottle of vodka Splashes like and half spills in my fucking eyes. I shit you not, like blinding me, <laughs> blinding me for like a half an hour. I'm being dead serious. Where like my eyes were like burning and stuck shut, and uh, it still didn't deter me from drinking. I think God was trying to tell me something then, but uh, all it did was make me switch to beer instead of drinking cherry flavored vodka. Hey, but I'll never forget on the back, seven. on the back of that cherry flavored bo- bo- vodka bottle. It was dark eyes vodka. There was a recipe for a red scooter, right? It was the name of some kind of drink, and I don't remember what goes in the red scooter. But at my cousin's liquor store, I looked at the bottle of vodka. Right? They still sell the same bottle of vodka, and on the back of the fucking thing, thirty years later, it was a recipe for the red scooter still. Really? Wow. Yeah. They have not changed their label in fucking 30 years. Not one bit. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. That's cool. I mean, think about Dark Eyes Vodka. What does that say? It, it, it doesn't sound like a premium brand by any means. Like, drink oh, no. this. Oh, no. You want fucking bags under your eyes and your liver to fail in six months. Hey, I, I want to ask you something because you have uh, your tentacles into the world of alcohol, giving your connections to the 
the biz. Gallagher mentioned oh, one, no. of, one of his old episodes, the, what I thought was at least passable for good, if not actually good. But he mentioned something that I'd heard uh, Sanford and Sons mention in old episodes in the 70s and 80s, and that is Ripple. What What is Ripple? Oh, yeah. Ripple is it's just kind of a name for cheap wine. Nothing oh, really special. Okay. Like Thunder, Thunderbird is like a Ripple. There's probably one called Ripple at some time, but I've never seen it. But I've seen Thunderbird and shit like that. It's just cheap fucking wine, really. It's a little, I think it's got a little more spirit to it than regular wine. It's like 20 proof or something. It'll get you good and fucked up. Okay. But I've never seen anything called Ripple. I remember hearing Ripple a lot when I was a kid, mainly, you know, for my, my parents, and I just never knew what it was. Were they jamming on some Ripple? I don't They were mostly, quote-unquote, asleep most of the time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know things are getting bad, Rufus? You know what I saw today, dude, and it kind of broke my heart? Things are getting so bad that I saw uh, an Amish bug, like horse and buggy, going like through the south part of town to get some crack, and it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Things things have gotten so bad that now the horse and buggies are going through the the hood to get some crack. And and what really sucks, dude, is they actually got carriage jacked. I was going to say something like that. Holy shit. I was going to literally ask you, do you think they ever get carriage jacked? They do. They do get carriage jacked. And they they just take their women, unfortunately. I'll tell you, believe it or not, dude, there is some hot-looking Amish women. By, I mean the younger ones. And by young, I don't mean anything older than 12. Oh, wait, I said that back then. Younger Younger than 16. Yeah, but, you but they're all blonde here in blue like Yeah, you get that skirt off, and it's like a national forest down there. I know, but it's I it's what it's the good thing about it is it's a virgin natural forest. It's not the San Diego Highway with the landing strip. Hey, do you think that the Amish that there's ever an Amish guy, even though he shuns technology, just just to get the sound, the feel of driving a car. Do you think he ever clips a playing card into the spokes of his carriage? Dude, I got to tell you something I saw on TV not that long ago. And you're not going to believe this probably. It's not fake news. It's real news. This guy fucking pimped out his fucking Amish carriage. What? I'm not fucking shooting you. I'm talking lights, a radio with like, two huge fucking speakers and shit, like some undercarriage lighting, like some blue LED rope lighting for the underneath. Oh, yeah. my God. And, and here you go. For the kicker, it had, like, regular car tires on it, like rims. <laughs> not like big horse and buggy-shaped tires, but, like, rims. I mean, why not? Why not use a nice rubber tire on a on a buggy now? You know what I mean? The ride doesn't have to be brutal. You're Except so for logical. The horse, of course. <laughs> You're so practical and logical. I love it. Well, let's let's take this talk about the Amish people into the VIP roof. Will you join me? Would you be so kind? That's, yeah, yeah, for a little while. 
I'll be kind. For a little while. I'm That's what you offended. always say. I'm, a, I'm offended. I'm offended by how you're talking about my homeless culture. I did not mean to offend, sir. I did not mean to offend. Tis not my intention to offend the fire hose. Well, the fire hose forgiveth thee. <laughs> Thankest thou is most awesomeness fire hose it. You bet you is. <laughs> I'm highest. <laughs> I must admit really? it. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I mean, really, making a wagon wheel nowadays just doesn't seem like it is worth the return. Think about making a big, huge wooden wheel with all those spokes. That's got to take some fucking time. Oh, yeah. When you could just go to a discount tire and pick yourself up, like, four styling <laughs> fucking spinning rims for your for your buggy. I wonder if there's an uh, like an Amish Elon Musk working on a self-driving carriage. <laughs> yes, yes he is. He's actually working on a solar-powered horse. The, the self-driving carriage is just the Amish guy holding his own carriage. <laughs> no, it's got the uh, Fred Flintstone feet under. You just kind of sit in there and, and run. We need to invent something like that for people in, like, New York City or something, like a full body suit that goes over your whole thing and just your feet stick out of the bottom. So, like, when you have to walk in the rain and the snow and stuff, <laughs> you can, like, stay warm and dry, but it covers up your whole body. Folds up into the size of a uh, an umbrella. And it can also be used as a full body condom. Have you uh, have you been to New York ever? I have not. I actually have not. That's pretty sad, really. But now I don't want to go to New York because I'm like, man, if anything bad is going to go down, it seems like it would go down in New York. I'm surprised you've not been to New York. I thought you were a man of the world. I am, as long as the world is within 250 miles of wherever I am for that decade. <laughs> yeah, well... 250 miles for me these days is way too far. I'm going to be flying out to uh, to L.A. to launch the Bud Buddy at the Cannabis Cup there in the middle of April, the end of April, right? Yeah. And uh, we're going to travel up the coast to Tacoma, Washington, you know, selling the Bud Buddies to dispensaries and head shops and stuff. And the only thing I'm worried about this whole trip is the fucking flight out there. And I, I don't know why. I feel like I just have no patience for waiting in an airport at this point in my life. Wait, I just, I'm where? so used to, like, where, at the airport? You mean waiting to check in or, like, waiting at the gate? Yeah, just, like, waiting for the airplane, like having to wait. It seems to me like it's going to really annoy me. Oh man, I love airports. I gotta say, I really like airports. I hate Not the check-in me. process, especially if it's busy. 
I hate waiting to check in, but once I get through, right. well, it's see, like that's you're, part of what you're, I'm talking you're about. a whole city. You don't have to just wait there. There's you can go pay thirty bucks for a magazine or seventy eight bucks for a meal. There's plenty to right. do. Well, and I'm sure I will do all of the above. But I just it's like the waiting I can't stand like a layover, like a three hour fucking layover, I feel like I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I really do. Well, why would you have a three-hour? They just don't don't get a fight with a three-hour layover. Uh, dude, that seems like that's all that there is anymore. Like they just want you to like they're waiting till to fill up every fucking flight. You know. And you know what I decided to do? I'm going first class. Fuck that. It's like extra three hundred bucks. Like man, you know what? I'm gonna that's fucking do it. Three hundred bucks sounds like very little fucking money to me to, like, have some fucking elbow room. I can't sit in the back of a fucking airplane between two fucking... Dude, I'm not a small dude, right? And one time I flew from Austin to Miami, Florida, and it was me, who I'm the size I was now, you know, I'm 212 pounds, almost six feet tall, and then it was two of the fucking biggest fucking guys I've ever met in my life, and I was in the middle fucking seat. And, you know, seats oh, are little yeah. anyways, but these guys were probably, like, 325 pounds. And I'm not talking, like, big fat guys, like, fucking football player guys. And I literally had no fucking room. And I think that's the closest I ever really came to, like, a full-blown fucking panic attack somewhere. That, yeah, that'll do it. I've very rarely been on a plane where there's, like, three seats. I've always picked flights where there's two seats. And I always pick the aisle. I want the aisle because well, yeah, of I course you can get the aisle. I'm gonna would take a piss, get up, walk around without fucking with anybody or waking anybody up. But then of course they've got the guy next to you who wants to do that too, and then he's fucking with you. Excuse me, I gotta go pee again. <laughs> right. I get the aisle just so I can always make eye contact with the beer cart lady and be like, "Yep, come back here." And I don't even <laughs> care anymore that people think it's weird. I always order two fucking beers. I've ordered three beers on a fucking plane before. I saw one guy do it one time, and I'm like, well, that's fucking acceptable then. And ever since then, I'm like, no, I'll have two beers. I'll take three beers, you know, and I'll tip the stewardess. I definitely always tip the stewardess, but I'm like, you know what? I always say this. Give me two beers now or three beers now, and you can sit down for the remainder of the flight and not have to worry about me. That's right. Well, or I'm gonna ding. Doing I'm gonna press her a the favor. Ding button. In five minutes, I'll press the ding button for a beer, and then in five minutes, I'll press the ding button again, and in five minutes, the ding <laughs> well, button right. again. Well, so why don't know, you just give me the? Here's fucking... the deal. I also know that I don't have the guts to push the fucking ding button, so <laughs> I would have to go without beer. And I just want to be like, look at her and say, look, I don't have the patience to wait for you to get around to getting me another beer. And I'm doing you a favor by not making you come back and get me another beer. But let's just get it straight. I'm getting two fucking beers or three. (laughs) Usually I'll get two and then get two more. Is that unacceptable? No. I usually, if if they balk, I just just threaten to, like, rush the cockpit. I just be like, give me two fucking beers or I'm going to storm the cockpit and take this fucking thing down now. Here's this is pretty sad. Now I'm thinking why I probably do always drink when I fly because one time the lady's like, "We don't have any cold beer," and I'm I said, "So what?" 
I'm like, I don't care. Bring me the one fucking beer. That's not going to bug me one fucking bit, lady. It's still beer. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh. I, I just said, you got warm beer? And she's like, yeah. And I said, good enough. And I'm an alcoholic. Ice. You know they have ice. Oh, I wasn't about to pour it. She's like, I'll put some on ice. And I was like, don't don't even bother. Don't bother. Not going to bug me. <laughs> warm beer does the trick. The warm beer works a little faster, honey. Just make it all warm. If you open your throat up, you don't even have to taste it. Just go, go You know what? Down. I do always pour it. Have you ever tried this, dude? I pour it in my glass. I saw a guy do this on a plane, too. I'm, I'm learning bad habits on planes from, obviously, <laughs> other alcoholics. But this you guy, write a travel book. This guy was sitting next to ordered a beer and a fucking Bloody Mary, right? Yeah. And he took his peanuts, and he poured them into the Bloody Mary. The Bloody Mary didn't have any ice. Or the Bloody Mary, no ice. He took his peanuts and poured them into the Bloody Mary, right? And drank yeah. his beer and, like, drank Bloody Mary and ate the peanuts out of it while he was doing it. And what? it is the best fucking thing you've ever had in your entire fucking life, dude. I, you, I insist that you fucking try that. It doesn't even have to be Bloody Mary. Whoa. Try tomato juice. Do you drink tomato juice? Do you hate tomato juice I, or something? You no, know, I like tomato juice. All right. Tomato juice and some fucking peanuts in it, dude. Cold tomato juice and peanuts, or or add vodka. I mean, even better. But it tastes fucking good. You, it's it's insane. It's insanity. Really? Yes, I'm being dead serious. Tomato juice and peanuts. I know it sounds fucking insane, dude. Sounds insane. Well, I know my dad used to put peanuts in Coca Cola. He would always get a bottle of Coke and put peanuts really? in. I'm like what? Yeah. Remember on uh, Laverne and Shirley, didn't they, like, drink milk and Pepsi together? Milk and Pepsi, Laverne. Laverne did. Not Shirley. Shirley thought it was weird. (laughs) So so the Pepsi didn't eat a hole in her stomach? I I don't know what the reason was, but, yeah, always milk and Pepsi. I remember that. That's what people that are, like, serious alcoholics drink, like, their bourbon with milk and shit because their bloods are pouring out of their gut. (laughs) I know that also from having a cousin that owned a liquor store. <laughs> You've got quite a bit of liquor wisdom. I, You know what? My grandpa owned the biggest uh, liquor, beer and wine and liquor distributorship in the state of Indiana when I was growing up, called the Elkhart County Beverage wild. Company. Wow. So, yes, I have, a, I have a vast knowledge of all things liquor-related. <laughs> and I remember very few of them because I'm drunk most of the time. <laughs> but it's not the. That's a great story. You have to promise me that you're going to try the peanuts and the tomato juice. Well, sure. Yeah, like just plain tomato juice or like a V8, which is using V8s. What I use V8s because when I go to my cousin's liquor store now, I do this sometimes. I'll have they think I'm so fucking weird down there, but uh, I'll have a V8 right. And I'll get yeah. the, the hot peanuts. You know what I'm talking about? The hot peanuts, like the little fifty cent sleeve of peanuts that that are hot. Is that that's the only peanuts? Pour those you get. in my tomato juice and eat them. Ooh. And I'll tell you what, dude, you're on cloud nine. Nothing says success <laughs> like that. <laughs> like peanuts and V8. 
<laughs> right. Bring me, I say, Jeeves, bring me my peanuts and V8. In a goblet. In a chalice. In my in my V8 peanut goblet. <laughs> it has a picture of Mr. Peanut on the front. Oh, my. Oh, dude, there's a, a Mr. Peanut factory in Fort Smith. We drive past it every time we go to Fort Smith, and they have a huge fucking, like, 20-foot-tall statue of Mr. Peanut. Dude, do the people get out and, like, get their picture taken with it or not? Uh, not that I've ever seen, although I've thought about it myself. <laughs> Dude, I would love to read about Rufus Laskowski, man killed uh, trying to infiltrate Peanut uh, Factory by stopping to take a picture with Mr. Peanut. Yeah, it, it is an industrial factory. I would factory. get put it's in jail. Like, it's not like you can go there and just you know, stand next to the statue. It's behind like a razor wire and fuck it's it's a compound. It's a peanut compound. Right. Lest you get the uh recipe for peanuts. Very hard <laughs> yeah. to come by. George Washington Carver, they send you after him. No, they send him after <laughs> you. Please explain to me more about his claim to fame. I mean he didn't invent the peanut, did he? He just invented selling peanuts. What what was his link to the peanut? He was all about peanut. He made he invented peanut butter, and then other uses for peanuts. Really? Yeah. Is that now? Is that his claim to fame only, or is there something I should know more about Frederick Douglass? Uh, Frederick Douglass. That is wait, who George are we talking Washington, about? George Washington, George Washington Carver. Carver. I'm sorry. Right. right. I, maybe it was Frederick Douglass. No, 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 you're right. It's George Washington Carver. What is his story, I wonder? He was I like know, a, he was an inventor. He ended up being like pretty famous for uh, a colored guy back then, right? Yeah, his, his story is pretty nutty. <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> Too bad he died a shell of a man. Not. That's the communal mind during the Hypercast Happy Hour, folks. Call in if you want, or, or check us out online. This is good stuff. His story is pretty nutty. Too bad he died a shell of a man. Jesus Christ. Dude, come on. People need to give us millions of dollars just to talk. Look, the only thing that this fucking act is missing is a giant hammer and a watermelon, you motherfucker. <laughs> we can smash peanuts with it. Why you do? Why don't we just go on the road with our own fucking uh, thing? We'll just use like a giant fly swatter or something instead of a hammer. <laughs> Nowadays, you think you could revive the Gallagher stick? I'm sure you could. I'm sure someone probably is Gallagher. No. Did Gallagher die? Maybe it was Gallagher two that died. I, I think the the pre when he got pigeonholed into the smashing shit thing. I don't think that'll fly anymore. I think his stuff before that is a little dated, but it's definitely better. It's more well thought out and kind of clever. But one, buddy, one guy made a good post on YouTube. The first YouTube video I watched was just him smashing shit. And I was like, are you fucking serious? This is – and every comment, every fucking comment is like, people thought this was funny? 
were people retarded in the 70s? You know what the fuck? It wasn't the, the, the 70s? That wasn't the, was the 70s. 70s? Wasn't, that was like the 80s, wasn't it? Well, no, he was from the late 70s into the like early 80s. And the top comment was like, everybody in the audience is the parent of somebody who grew up to like Jeff Dunham. And Jeff Dunham is that hack oh fucking comic God. that does the puppets, you know? Yes, I'm familiar with Jeff Dunham. Jeff yeah. Dunham made friend, fun of my friend when he went to see a show. He, I, I can't. I think it was jalapeno on a stick, if I'm correct. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he. My friend went to see him at a show at a comedy club in South Bend, Indiana. Apparently, there was 20 people in the audience or something. I mean, I'm not sure how this guy is so famous that that he's that he's playing no. such a small show. But my friend gets up to go take a fist, piss, and he just starts fucking railing on him, calling him fat and bald and all kinds of fucking shit. Oh, my I was God. like, damn. So much so that my friend made it a point to tell me and my wife about it. That I was like, Jesus Christ. He's like, yeah, it was fucking bullshit. The guy just, like, fucking picked me apart. <laughs> I was like, God, what? I went up there and fucking stuff made a fucking Jeff Dunham on a stick. No shit. I mean, if it's a small venue with, like, 20 people... Fuck that. I'd, I'd go up there and turn them in. Somebody noticed my friend getting up to go pee. I don't know. It's just not funny to me. Is it me, or is it just legitimately not fucking funny? It's legitimately not funny, and the type of people who think it's funny, no offense to your friend, are beyond our <laughs> our our level of thinking and comprehending the universe. I mean, it's <laughs> It's the right. it's the <laughs> lowest it's the lowest common denominator type of human being. Oh. Here's the deal with that friend and his sense of humor. I tried to uh, expand his mind with some Mr. Show, and he didn't. Oh. He fell asleep. So I'm like, damn, dude, we we could no longer be friends. Like I didn't Is realize you were so stupid growing up. He doesn't have Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Well, come to find out, he was on the he was on the low end of the spectrum. But nobody knew it because it was, it was before they invented the spectrum. <laughs> he flew under the radar because the spectrum hadn't been invented right. yet. I mean, if you hear about my my wife works at the school, so I get to hear about like the spectrum and all this stuff of like children and how stupid or if they're autistic or whatever. Some crazy shit out there, Rufus. Some crazy shit. Yeah. The whole idea that they want to do away with Planned Parenthood is ridiculous to me. It's like the Republicans don't get it. Planned Parenthood keeps people from having unwanted children. Right? Yeah, so there's... if you're all bitching about who all the people on welfare and shit, why would you get rid of fucking Planned Parenthood? Because that's how you keep all the fucking people. I mean, it's not like people are going to get smart and be like, you know what? I'm just not going to have sex because it's not right to have a kid. Planning parenthood is probably the best thing you could fucking do if you want to be a parent. I mean, dude, maybe anybody, that's all they need to do is switch the fucking name around and people will understand it more because that sounds <laughs> so much better to me. Planning wow. parenthood Parent. than planned parenthood. Planned parent, you mean parenthood planning? Yeah, that yeah, sounds Parenthood planning, yeah. Right. You know, it's weird. It's weird you bring that up because I thought about this jogging today, listening to this old episode. 
of uh, the Hypersalt Happy Hour, and in that episode, we were talking about tattoos and how people who get sleeve tattoos obviously are not right in their fucking minds, and especially people who get face tattoos. And I thought while jogging, I was like, you know what? The Republicans are always trying to enforce some sort of deal where, like, if a woman needs an abortion and she goes to Planned Parenthood, she first has to get counseling. And I thought where that's really needed is in tattoo parlors, where if somebody goes to get a face tattoo, they should be required to see a fucking psychological therapist. Dude, it should be like a gun thing, where they have to do like a background check and give you like, they get three days to like figure out if the person deserves the face tattoo. (laughs) First of all, let's get down to it. Let's just outlaw face tattoos, period. (laughs) No one should get a face tattoo. Not I was like, like been in a farming a, accident or something. We should open up a boutique store in the mall that's just face tattoos and abortions and guns. Gun sales. Dude, if we, I'm telling you, if we want to get fucking rich, we invent the five-year tattoo, right? Where it lasts oh. on your skin for five fucking years, and then you just, like, dip your body into something, and it fucking comes off. And you don't have that fucking idiot tattoo you got when you were super young. Like the grown-up version of the temporary tattoo. I like that idea. Because no one, no one has ever gotten like seventy and be like, "I'm so glad I got these fucking full sleeve of fucking tattoos." Yeah, and they're usually. Look, I get if you get tattoos that mean something, like you've you've been through war or some fucking bullshit, and like, yeah, this tattoo is my son, and he fucking died. When he was six months old from getting shot at or whatever. But most of these people with tattoos are just like, yeah, a little dragon and then a unicorn and uh, yeah, let's have a, a tribal thing and a right. word, you know? Like, fucking come on. Yes, you know. I do know. I, I think we should do the temporary, the, the grown-up version of the temporary tattoo. Maybe even the last but, year. We could have the last, like, different periods. I just can't imagine these, like, 20-year-old hot chicks who are like, yeah. first of all, I see a 20-year-old hot chick with two full sleeves of tattoos, and I'm like, okay, who's been molesting her? She's, this girl has been right. molested her whole life. I can tell right now. That's, that's what I mean. If you walk into a tattoo parlor and you're like, I want sleeves or a face tattoo, you have to have counseling before you can sign the paperwork. Because obviously you're fucked in the head. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a hypersloth tattoo. I'm not going to lie. But that means something. I mean, that that has That's some... true. Good point. That has some artistic merit. That has some sentimental value. You're not picking something off a wall because you're drunk. I mean, it's, it's the sloth. <laughs> if it wasn't for fucking booze, I don't know if anybody would get a fucking tattoo. I, I think about all these people I know are like, I was drunk when I got it. And you're just like, yeah, yes, yes, you were. Otherwise, you wouldn't get a dagger with a, a skull with a dagger in one eye and a snake wrapped around it. Well, now we have two competing ideas because I think it's a good idea to have a tattoo parlor with a therapist, but I also think it's a good idea to have a tattoo parlor with a full bar. I mean, <laughs> well, from a tattooist point you, of view. You just do that. We wrap it all in one and the, and the five-year tattoo. 
or the yearly tattoo, and we say, come back next year, and whatever you're into next year, we'll go ahead and take off the old tattoo and put the new tattoo on. There's got to be a way to do that with nanobots or some sort of dissolving. Surely there's like an ink that will just dissolve after a while. We could just do. Have you seen those sleeves of tattoo that you could just put on your own arm and it's like fake? It just looks like it's like a glove for your arm, but it looks like a fucking tattoo. Yeah, my my son has those. He has two of them. Does he? What does he yes. have? A couple of anchors, or what's he got tattoos of? Oh, they're cheesy tattoos. I mean, it's a sleeve you put on, just like Lost a sleeve, because? and they're. Yeah, swastikas, uh, the black uh, George Washington Carver hanging from a nose, some peanuts and some <laughs> tomato juice, you know, typical tattoos. Popcorn. Right, Popcorn. regular old tattoos. Yeah, Gallagher, oh, he's shit. on the bottom. <laughs> it's like all that stuff being smashed by a giant Gallagher's hammer. Oh, my like God, all I those things. get Gallagher, dude. I'm going to get Gallagher tattooed on my crotch so it looks like he's holding my penis like a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would some other good dick tattoos be like that would make your dick like a rod? Like, like a guy, like, how about an engineer guy stoking a fire on an old-timey, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he could tattoo Pinocchio's face around it, so it's like his nose. Oh my God. Dumbo. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. Man, we have revolutionized the tattoo industry in the last five years. We have. In multiple ways. No even. doubt. Well, how about these guys? Have you seen like these dudes that? Like I saw this one tattoo show where this guy was like this big fucking Harley Davidson looking dude, and he had like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and like all these little kids like Disney tattoos all over his body, and they're like interviewing like it's totally interesting. Whatever, I'm like this guy is a fucking child predator. You know <laughs> who else would have shit tattooed all over their body? No shit. That's the equivalent I mean, of am like I wrong offering kids. Child. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's like he's offering candy with his body, basically. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. He's like, hey, if you want to see Thumper, come up a little higher. <laughs> see Thumper. I'll show you Thumper. Speaking of Thumper, uh, remember Shelly, the girl that uh, worked at the car loan place next to the sub shop? She had a thumper tattoo, did she not? Did she? I don't remember her except for the fact yes, that she did. She, tried to, she gave me a terrible BJ once. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing, too. Dude, before that happened to you, before she molested you, she tried yes. to molester me at Robinson, and she dropped her pants to show me her tattoo, but basically, like, dropped her pants literally. And I yeah. just, we like, just a bunch of weed. And I just kind of looked at her and her, like, naked bottom half or whatever, and we're just like, yeah. So, like, yeah. are we getting Chinese food? Or... Thinking back, yeah, I feel like I really missed out. After hearing your story, I feel like I did not. No, 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 no. I mean, luckily, I never saw her naked. She just went after it. 
It was not very good. I, I stopped her. I was like, yeah, okay, that's all right. She must have felt so rejected over there, dude. First she drops her pants in front of me, and I'm like, are we ordering Chinese food? <laughs> and then you're you, and you're like, no, thank you. Well, she she was it's toothy. It was know, The deal was she was cute, and she just, like, had big tits, so she looked older than she was. So you expect her probably to be more experienced. But I don't think she was only like nineteen. She wasn't very old. She just kind of acted old and had big boobs. Well, that's all like all I need. But you know, you got to follow through. Not that night. Last that night, you needed a gummer. You needed to knock your <laughs> teeth out so she could be like a real woman. I needed some goddamn consideration for the fact that I'm allowing you to do this. So please do a good job. But no. <laughs> Nothing like getting your dick sucked and the next morning getting in the shower and feeling the pain of like <laughs> all of the gnaw marks on your dick. What? This is, this is, I shouldn't be telling this story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. Once when I was like 21 years old, I hooked up with my neighbor chick and we were like grinding on her couch, I swear to God, for like hours, okay? And my dick was, like, rubbing against my zipper so hard that the next day it, like, had a scratch mark on it. <laughs> wow. Is that weird? Is that too much no, information? Not... No. You should sue Levi's or Jordash, whatever you Yeah, I, mean, I was like, damn, that's dangerous. Very dangerous. Now, I know you've zipped your dick up in your fucking zipper before. That's happened to everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that that sucks. That is what? some fuck. That is the worst pain that there <laughs> is. There is no doubt in my life. Women can talk about childbirth. Dudes got dicks and zippers. That's all I know. That's all I'm saying about that. You know, you're now, if drunk a chick gets her, if a chick gets her clit caught in a zipper, all right. I want to hear about it. I want to see it first of all on Pornhub. <laughs> I was going to say, you know you're drunk when you do that with a button fly. <laughs> yeah. One time I had the button go in my pee hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Wasn't that unenjoyable? But that's... Oh, is that right? Hence, I'll leave that for next week's show. You know what we should do, dude? We should play a tune. You want to play a tune? Let's play a tune. And then I'll be gone by the end of it. I gotta run. Ah, oh, I gotta oh. run. You know what? You say that, and I guarantee you never fucking run after we get off the air. I bet you just like walk over and flop on the couch. I run to the toilet. The the question is, dude, will there be any pizza left, or did Rufus make the pizza run only to be rebuffed and no pizza left? That that is honestly that is one reason I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I'm craving meat. I can smell it. <laughs> and smell it. You're going to smell it in about two hours in a whole different light. <laughs> By that, I mean half light. Yes. All right, Rufus, till Tuesday show. You know what, folks? 646-478-0616, e. Check us out. We are going to get a lineup for the show. Let's, we're going to schedule some shit on the show. We're not just going to wrap two hours with fake news. We're going to get something going, and we say that every week. But this is the week we're going to do it, right, Ruf? Yes, I'm confident. See? 
I can tell he's going to work very hard on it as soon as he runs away from the show. So until next right. week, folks, this is the Double Dizzle with all this the shizzle. Fire hose. Fire hose. Listen for the howl and beer is food, and uh, we'll catch you Tuesday. See you, folks. See you, Roof. Right on.
Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.